This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, July 12th, brought to you by the American Association of Crop Insurers. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Candidates should show up for rural voters. Ports, Brace, for Berry, and Dems were working to get yes on USMCA. Vilsack looks for rural plans from White House hopefuls. Former Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack expects many Democrat presidential hopefuls to roll out their rural policy proposals next month ahead of the Iowa State Fair. Vilsack told reporters in Iowa yesterday, I think this summer I would be willing to bet a number of these candidates will roll out a specific rural agenda, and I'm certainly hopeful that they will do that. However, he said it remains to be seen how comprehensive and extensive their vision is or whether they will repeat past talking points. He says candidates must show up and be receptive to the concerns of rural America. This demographic was a key voting block to the Democrats lost in the 2016 presidential rate. Barry bears down on key ag ports. The critical agriculture ports at New Orleans are bracing today for Tropical Storm Barry, even as the region is already flooded. Exporters suspended launching ships after the bar pilots stopped moving ships in and out of the Mississippi River, according to Mike Steenhoek, executive director of the Soy Transportation Coalition. Some soybean and grain exporters also are invoking contract provisions that allow them to get out of obligations due to events such as weather that are outside their control, he said. The stretch of the lower Mississippi River from Baton Rouge to the Gulf accounts for 60% of U.S. soybean exports and 59% of U.S. corn exports. Dems and USTR plod away at USMCA. U.S. Trade Representative Robert Leinheiser met with House Democrats yesterday to discuss the U.S.-Mexican-Canadian agreement, and another meeting is tentatively set for next week. Lighthizer and House Democrats, a USMCA working group, discussed demands for new enforcement provisions to ensure Mexico follows through with implanting new labor standards, according to Representative Jan Schakowsky of Illinois, who was in the meeting. The meeting next week is expected to be on Democratic demands to strengthen the environmental provision in USMCA, she told AgriPulse. Representative Earl Blumenauer of Oregon confirmed that Democrats are still hoping to hold a vote on USMCA this fall, but Schakowsky stressed that there is still a lot of work to be done before that. At some point, we want closure, she said. We're working to get a yes, but we're not there. House Ways and Means Chairman Richard Neal oversees the eight-member working group. Brazil locking up China's soybean market. U.S. soybean exports to China have been unusually strong over the past several months, but they're still nowhere near the pace they were before the trade war, and Brazil appears to be con- uh, to cementing its dominance. Prior to the trade war, Brazil owned only about 30% of China's soybean demand from October through May in 2016 to 17. About half of that market share was commanded by U.S. shipments. After retaliatory tariffs hit U.S. soybeans a year ago, Brazil quickly took 45% of the China import needs. And now Brazil is filling about 75% of China's soybean demand compared to 10% for the U.S. That according to new data from the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. U.S. exports to China have been at a record-setting pace for the past several months, but the U.S. has a lot of catching up to do, and China's demand is now expected to decline as African swine fever sweeps across the country. 
USDA releasing $100 million in dairy subsidies. USDA is staying on schedule to implement provisions of the 2018 Farm Bill. The Farm Service Agency has started delivering $100 million in payments under the Dairy Margin Coverage Program this week. It aligned with the timetable Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue laid out in February. So far, nearly 10,000 operations have signed up for DMC, about one quarter of the total number of dairy farms nationally. FSA also announced the estimated dairy margin for May, the difference between the milk price and the feed cost, was $9 a hundredweight, 50 cents under the new maximum coverage level. A producer who covers 5 million pounds of production, the equivalent of about 200 to 250 cows, would be in line for a payment of $22,500 for January through May. That according to American Farm Bureau Federation economists speaking with AgriPulse. Data lacking to assess lending gaps. The Government Accountability Office says there's no information to determine if women and minorities are treated fairly when applying for farm loans. Comprehensive data on these groups is not available because laws prohibit lenders from collecting information such as a person's gender. Advocacy groups claim these groups are now more likely to, quote, have weaker credit histories or lack clear title to their agriculture land, which can make it difficult for them to qualify for loans. Regulations to require that type of data collection have been stalled at the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. On Capitol Hill, the chairman of the House Ag's USDA Oversight Subcommittee is calling on the Department's Civil Rights Office to address discrimination against minority farmers. In a letter to Naomi Earp, who awaits Senate confirmation as Assistant Secretary of Civil Rights, Representative Marshall Fudge of Ohio wants to know what the department is doing to help curb the decline in the number of black farmers. Earp is currently serving as Deputy Assistant Secretary. Among other things, Fudge wants to know how many black farmers have received FSA loans in the last three fiscal years. USDA looks to facilitate new plant products. USDA is proposing to extend intellectual property protection to plants reproduced through tissue cultures, grafting, and other asexual means. The Plant Variety Protection Act authorizes the department to provide protection to breeders of new plant varieties to facilitate marketing. Currently, breeders can apply for and receive certificates that protect their varieties of seed and tuber-promulgated plants for 20 years or 25 years for speed-promulgated vines and trees. Asexually reproduced, quote, varieties are a significant and growing portion of the industry, end quote. That according to the USDA's Plant Variety Protection Office. The agency is taking comments through September 10. Here as today's He Said It. I mentioned my father in the testimony. I kid him. He's the only guy besides drug dealers that depends on a bumper phone from Walmart. But he pays attention to those maps. That Missouri Farm Bureau President Blake Hurst referring to broadband coverage maps during a House Ag Subcommittee hearing. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, July 12th, brought to you by the American Association of Crop Insurers. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.